Well, our blessed people, can you increase my volume or something? Hallelujah. 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 That is good now. Well, blessed people. Welcome to our service again. Now to the book of Hebrews message. Now that we are trending number one globally. On Twitter, number one in Kenya, number one in Germany and many nations. I'm simply using this. To be able to anchor tonight's message, our Sunday service. That it may be different from any other preachings that have gone on today globally. That you may know that this one you get to hear directly from the throne of God. This one you get to hear directly from God. Because there is a first part when the glory comes out and chases the darkness. Even if you look for the message in thicker, I gave in thicker, you'll find it. That glory, that glory that goes ahead and cleans out the darkness is the one you see now raising the cripples. Is the one you see the two prophets have has brought the two prophets of God. He's the one that has brought the two prophets. He's the one that the two prophets have brought to the earth. The one that comes and chases away the darkness. That brings light and calls sin, sin. Call sexual sin, sexual sin. Calls lies, lies. Does not paint it white in any way. And so, that, those parts of that vision, when the forerunner glory comes and prepares the way, and that glory is the one that you see brought God the Father, the cloud, to Kisumu that is on your screen. Coat on camera unbelievable and there is a way he came from afar he wanted people to see him coming tremendous from afar the highest horizon bigger than the city bigger than the lake bigger than the region. God is big. God is big. And then crossing the street, coming to the tent, where his true professor. And he reigned just there. And he reigned just around the tent. That forerunner glory is the one that brought all this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he ensured he reigned only around the meeting. What a powerful moment in the history of the church. I see my son there. I see my son S.P. Omwenga. It's a pretender of police Omwenga. They are dancing in the rain. The cloud became rain and only rained around there. And so, that 
that is out of the forerunner glory hiyo, the glory that came out first to prepare ule, the way chase away the darkness hiyo ni kutokana na ule utangulizi utukufu wa utangulizi ambao ulikuja kuandaa njia na kufukuza mbali giza the messiah is the king of the universe masiye ndiye mfalme wa umbaji wote he is the king of glory yeye ndiye mfalme wa utukufu a certain amount of glory has to go ahead of him and prepare his way excellently sehemu fulani ya utukufu ni lazima uende mbele kumtangulia ili kwamba kuandaa njia kwa njia bora sana hallelujah hallelujah after that baada ya hiyo so the voice said look and see who is seated on the white horse kwa hivyo sauti ikasema ya kwamba tazama na uone ni nani aliyekaa juu ya farasi mweupe and when i looked up i saw the mighty huge white super glorious horse of heaven na nilipotazama juu nilimuona farasi mkubwa sana kabisa mweupe wa utukufu He is bigger than the horse the way you know a horse. And he is super glorious. And when he wags his tail. The glory flows from his tail. And the next thing I realized. I was now inside heaven. And I saw him running around there with his feet like this. Na nikamwona akikimbia kimbia pale na miguu yake na neighing. He was crying. He was neighing in English they say the neighing of the horse. Na alikuwa anakimbia kimbia pale katika mbingu akilia ule mlio wa farasi. You know when a horse is about to be released. Wajua wakati ambapo farasi yuko karibu kuachiliwa. And is he is being delayed. Is is itching to go. He's anachelewesho kabisa kabisa ana front legs sometimes he's lifting the front legs he puts down and then he's then he's doing he is being delayed the lord made me panic well he's about to be released anachelewesho kabisa hivyo basi anafanya hivyo miguu zake za mbele wakati mwingine akinua miguu zake za mbele wakati mwingine anatoa huo mlio wa farasi bwana alinisababisha nikaweza kutetemeka ya kwamba wow yuko karibu na nikatetemeka kabisa because he made me say, he made he made me know that look he's about to be released sababu alinisababisha ni juu ya kwamba tazama yuko karibu kuachiliwa. And he began to run run around heaven there. Run run around heaven there. Na akaanza kukimbia kimbia katika mbingu pale. And when I looked up, remember the voice said look and see who is seated on the white horse. Na nilipotazama juu, tazama kukumbuka ya kwamba sauti ilisema ya kwamba tazama ukaone ni nani ambaye amekaa juu ya farasi mwenyewe. So when I looked above the horse. Hivyo basi nilipotazama juu ya farasi. To see his rider. Kuona yeye aliyempanda. Then I saw the glory of the Lord. Halafu nikaona utukufu wa Bwana. And then after that I woke up and I began to go all over the world announcing that the coming of the Messiah is near. 2006 November 1 3 a.m. in the morning. And that became such a landmark conversation that gave birth to this revival. And that is where I want us to launch our conversation tonight. Because you can see kwa sababu mnaweza kuona kwamba hizo ni pete za harusi za kiroho and the lord is using them to announce the universe the coming of the messiah to snatch the church to kidnap the church naye bwana anazitumia ili kwamba kutangazia ulimwengu wote kuhusiana na kuja kwa masia ili kwamba kulinyakuwa kanisa the rapture of the church is near kutangaza ya kwamba unyakuzi wa kanisa umekaribia because the bible calls that event 
the wedding feast of the lamb the wedding of the lamb of god kwa sababu biblia inaita tukio hilo karamu ya harusi ya mwanakondoo wa mungu why kwa nini because that is the day when now heaven and earth will finally unite kwa sababu hiyo ever since the earth failed to sin kwa sababu hiyo ndio siku ambayo hatimaye mbingu na dunia zitakuja pamoja tangia dunia ilipopata kuanguka katika dhambi it's an event that rolls out and it's completed with the new earth and the new heaven and so you can see that the design of the wedding rings is ancient and right now we are talking about the true identity of the true church that god will take into heaven and as we look at that trident one thing that comes out real clear is that that church is carrying a cross on a daily basis that church has denied herself and she has not gone into the modernism of this world to mix with salvation that church bears the mark of an ancient church with an ancient old rugged cross and so you can tell that ever since we began this expedition in the world this extensive study the Lord has been exhorting the church encouraging the church to focus heavenly to focus unto the kingdom of glory because the present day church that you see in America, Nigeria, South Africa, Kenya everywhere, Malawi Europe, Asia is focused horizontally on the earth. Ambalo unaona kule Nigeria, Afrika Kusini unaona kila mahali Kenya, kule Marekani, kila mahali Asia. Even Europe, Australia, New Zealand, Canada, Brazil, Argentina, El Salvador, Panama. El Salvador, Panama. Central America, Mexico. Marekani ya kati Mexico. Everywhere. Kila mahali. The church is right now very busy pursuing the wealth of the earth forecast horizontally but you can see that in all our conversation the lord is announcing to her that the hour to focus heavenly has arrived that the earth and the fullness thereof will be destroyed. Look at the coronavirus and the devastation of human life on the earth. My prophecy that I gave here. The devastation it has done on the earth the destruction of human life that it has done since it began. The prophecy I gave December 1 2015. That the earth has been rubbish to futility. That is what we saw. That ever since man failed, all creation has been groaning. The 
oceans, bahari, pulsing of the seas, kuyumba, yumba, kabisa, the hurricanes, the tsunamis, oceans are groaning, bahari, the earthquakes, the mountains are shaking, the birds are crying, Mdeno. the animals are crying, Man, the lions are crying, everything is groaning on the earth. Ndege wa angani, wanalia, wanyama, wanalia, simba, wananguruma, kila kitu kinalia kwa uchungu duniani. And he says, Nae, anasema, that even creation was cursed. Ya kwamba hata uumbaji ulilaaniwa. When Adam and Eve fell to sin. Wakati Adamu na Hawa walipoanguka katika dhambi. And so we saw. Na kwa hivyo tuliona. That creation is waiting eagerly. The word is eagerly ya, with great expectation. Ya kwamba uumbaji unangojea kwa shauku kabisa na matarajio makubwa. At the revealing, the revelation of the sons of God. Katika kufunuliwa kudhihirishwa kwa wana wa Mungu. That's why it's so important I'm speaking with you yes. that you may be among the number of the sons of God that will be revealed on that day of rapture. That all creation is groaning and reeling in pain and reeling in pain longing for the day when they will be delivered. The day when the sons of men the sons of God rather will be revealed. And so tonight we have such a long journey. I, I don't know how far we'll go. Maybe we'll take some short breaks in between. But he's saying that the old ancient church walked with the cross of Jesus. Walked the salvation of the cross of Jesus. And they preached Christ Jesus crucified and resurrected. They did not preach the gospel of prosperity. Not at all. Because that gospel leads you to hell. Focuses you on the earth. And so tonight I want us to begin right away by looking at how the Lord has been focusing you on eternity. In other words, holiness and righteousness, fear of God, reverence to God, right standing with God. Hallelujah. Since we have such a powerful promise. Then let us disconnect from the earth. That is what he's saying here. You will inherit God himself. You sit in his presence. He will own you. You will own him. Say, he is our God. And God will say, they are my people. Hallelujah. Turn with me again. Turn with me Daniel chapter 2 right away. That you may understand why all this time. This is a short introduction for you. To explain to you as to why all this time. The Lord has been focusing you on heaven. Eternity. Up there. Up there. Not down here. Up there. Kingdom of God. Coming of the Messiah. Heavenly mansions. New Jerusalem. 
in the kingdom of Yahweh. Kingdom of God. Kingdom of heaven. All the time up there since we began this expedition. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Turn with me Daniel that you may understand Daniel chapter 2. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The book of Daniel chapter 2. Kitabu cha Daniel sura ya pili. That you may understand. Ili kwamba mpate kuelewa. What the Lord is saying. Kila ambacho Bwana anasema. At this beautiful time in the history of the church. Katika wakati huo kupendeza sana katika historia ya kanisa. He says Daniel chapter 2. Anasema Daniel sura ya pili. Verses 44:45. Mstari wa 44:45. He says. Anasema. In the time of those kings. Katika siku za wafalme hao. The God of heaven will establish he will set up a kingdom that will never ever be shaken never ever be destroyed nor will it be left to any other people another people it will crush all those kingdoms of the earth and bring them to an end but it will itself endure forever and ever amen amen This is the meaning of the vision of the rock. Cut out of a mountain. But not by human hands. The rock that broke the iron and the bronze and the clay and the silver and the gold into pieces. He's saying in the book of Hebrews chapter 12:28-29. Since you have this promise. This tremendous promise. Of a kingdom that can never be shaken whatsoever. A kingdom that will never be shaken whatsoever. Then he says, Therefore worship God with thanksgiving and acceptably with the fear of God, reverence. And now I have opened it up for you a little bit that you may see that kingdom. Remember the visions of Daniel. The Lord has shared them with me. I faithfully shared with you. Whenever he spoke with me about them, I faithfully shared with you. All the way to Australia, all over the earth. Right here. Kumbukeni ya kwamba maono ya Danieli Bwana Mungu ameshiriki nayo pamoja nami na wakati wote kila wakati aliposhiriki nami kwa uaminifu kabisa nimekuja nikashiriki nanyi Remember the visions of Daniel laying out the different kingdom of the world Kumbuka ya kwamba maono ya Danieli ya kuweka falme tofauti tofauti ulimwenguni that those kingdoms would be destroyed ya kwamba falme hizo zitaangamizwa they have been destroyed And that's why he's saying that the vision of a rock the rock that is the Messiah, the Christ coming to smash the statue and establish a mountain the kingdom of Yahweh that can never ever be shaken. Hallelujah! 
Then why would you focus on the earth? When he has promised such a mighty kingdom that can never be shaken. What is the Lord saying? He's saying that right now the church of Christ is focused on building upon the kingdoms of the earth. Building her life on the kingdoms of the earth. Depending on them. Trusting them. Banking on them. Investing her life in them. And yet he says that all those kingdoms will be smashed down. The ones Daniel talked about then were smashed down. The Babylonian kingdom came down. The Persian kingdom came down. The Greek kingdom came down. There are rudiments of the Roman Empire. Just rudiments. Little ones that are just to do a little purpose. And when the Messiah comes, then smash it out. Just little ones. In fact, you don't see that kingdom at all. You only see, you only see what used to be then. The nations of Europe. Hallelujah. And so for sure, yes, the rock will smash all the kingdoms of the earth. The earth is passing away. And he's saying, the rock not cut by human hands. So the Lord is saying there is going to be a moment when God will make an intervention. A direct intervention. A military intervention on the earth. Military. And he will not depend on the, on the, on the weaponry of men. No, not by human hands. He will depend on supernatural power. Even fire will fall from heaven. He will smash the rebellion. He will establish the everlasting kingdom of God. It will happen. So why? Why would the church of Christ now with such an enormous promise of the glory of God, kingdom of glory, why would you be focused on the earth, the wealth of the earth, get some land here, build what where? No! He said, let us focus on glory, the kingdom of glory. Whatever. They are struggling all the time, focused on the wealth, money, and the things of the world. And yet the Lord is saying that all those kingdoms of the world that you see today, they are coming to an end. And you can see the sign. You can, you can see the shaking going on in the superpowers. You can see how the coronavirus shook everybody, everything regardless of status. And so the Lord is saying that since we have such an enormous promise to be co-heirs with Christ, then now, 
Let us focus on the kingdom of heaven. Where our hope is. Hope of eternity. Where our hope of being glorified is. Where mansions have been prepared for you. Why would you be why would you be accepted by the world? Accepted. The present day church is always fighting for acceptability, acceptance from the world. And the Lord is saying that if the world could not accept her own creator, the Messiah, how can she accept you if you are walking after the Messiah? How can they love you and accept you? And he's saying that we have a kingdom coming that is demonstrated, presented, illustrated by that rock that comes and smashes the statues. The idolatrous kingdoms of this age. The idolatry of this age. Idolatry of this life, this world. And he says, then he will build forth a kingdom that cannot be shaken. A mountain formed and covered the whole earth. The same Daniel chapter 7 now that you may understand the treasure he's been talking about since he brought me before you. That you may now focus on the kingdom of heaven. Daniel chapter 7, 13, 14. And he says, in my vision at night, I looked and there before me was one like a son of man. Coming with the clouds of heaven, he approached the ancient of days. Remember, the prophets of God are able to see God. It is a, it's shameful that I have to teach you this. But I have to do so because of the modernism, the modern generation. Ezekiel saw the Lord. These two prophets saw the Lord. I remember when the Lord lifted me up and placed me by a cliff. And then the glory, whitish glory. This, this is now whitish. White, it was such a deep cliff. Very dangerous, very deep. But he, so he made me stand at the edge and he supported me. Glory passed. The Lord passed. Then at the end, when he passed, then he opened my eyes to see when he was going. These are things we don't share here. Remember, I've been at the throne of God. And the glory came and sat on the mercy seat. And spoke by voice. And he opened up there. And so, so, no, these are things we don't share. I even say the golden mercy seat turns almost like a glass, like a mirror. When now the, when the when the cloud you saw me call down to Kisumu, when now he sits there, he goes, and he climbs, he gains height very fast. 
very fast. Wakati ambapo wingu ambaye mliniona nikimuita Kisumu anaenda kwa pale. Inside the throne position of the throne of God. That the innermost part. Hiyo sasa ni sehemu. Hiyo sasa ni sehemu ya ndani kabisa ya enzi ya Mungu ndani ya mbingu. Looks like you have to translate a little faster because you're leaving some things out yes. So now. Kwa hivyo sasa basi This is what is promising. Isaiah saw him seated on his throne. Daniel saw him. Ezekiel saw him. Micaiah saw him. His prophets get to see him. I hope you are mature enough to know that. Why does the Bible says nobody can see God? But if you look at the Bible his prophets can meet him. They see him. He, makes sure he, re- he reveals himself to them. He, he sees the, the, he presents to them he speaks with them he instructs them lakini ukiangalia kwenye biblia unaona kwamba manabii wake huwa wanamuona anahakikisha kwamba anajidhihirisha na kujifunua kwao in my vision at night i saw one who looked again in my vision at night i looked and there before me was one like a son of man katika maona yangu ya usiku nilitazama na mbele yangu nikamwona anayefanana na mwana wa adamu coming with the clouds of heaven akija pamoja na mawingu ya mbinguni he approached the ancient of days akamkaribia huyo mzee wa siku And he was led into his presence. He was given authority. And glory. And sovereign power. And all nations. And peoples of every language. They worshiped the Messiah. They worshiped him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion. That will not pass away. And his kingdom is one that will never be destroyed. That is the inheritance that God has laid before the present day church. And is telling you. Choose this. Let us focus on heaven. Let the church now lift up our eyes and look up into the skies on a daily basis in great anticipation for glorification. And is saying that the dominion has no end. The kingdom has no end. And that's why out of there. He now talks to you in Matthew chapter 6. He says, "Store up for yourselves treasures in heaven. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on the earth because of this enormous promise." Sasa anawazungumzia kwenye kitabu cha Mathayo sura ya 6 na kusema kwamba msijiwekee hazina hapa duniani kwa sababu ya ahadi hii iliyo kubwa kabisa. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I want us to step by step. Hivyo basi ninataka hatua kwa hatua start walking into the message of this night. Tuanze kutembea kuingia katika ujumbe wa usiku wa leo. With our lead scripture still the book of Luke chapter 9. Na andiko letu la muongozo likiwa bado kitabu cha Luka sura ya 9. Verse 23. Where the Lord is speaking with you. And telling you that if anyone would follow him come after him if anyone would be his disciple if anyone would be his christian his church let them deny themselves first of all meaning destroy self will and allow the will of god to come and take control Once the will of god takes control then pick up your cross 
basi uchukue msalaba wako on a daily basis and crucify the flesh na usulubishe mwili the will of god will always tell you to crucify the flesh mapenzi ya mungu kila wakati itakwambia kwamba upate kusulubisha mwili because he knows there's a tremendous inheritance waiting for you eternal kwa sababu anajoya kwamba kwa sababu anajoya kwamba kuna urithi mkuu kabisa wa milele ambao unakungojea katika ufalme wa utukufu and so blessed people na kwa hivyo watu wabarikiwa step by step as we walk in tonight hatua kwa hatua tunapotembea katika ujumbe usiku Again. Tena. Righteousness was purchased by the cross. Uhaki ulinunuliwa na msalaba. When Jesus came. Wakati Yesu alipokuja. To bring you the righteousness of God. Ili kuwaletea uhaki wa Mungu. And restore the fallen church. Na kurejesha kanisa lilonguka. What he did was to take the cross. Kila alichofanya ni kuchukua msalaba. And use it as the instrument to restore righteousness back to you. Na kuitumia kama chombo cha kurejesha pale uhaki kwa ajili yako. That's why in the book of Genesis chapter 3. Ndio sababu kwenye kitabu cha mwanzo sura ya 3. That's where we are beginning tonight. Hapo ndipo tunaanzia usiku wa leo. Genesis chapter 3. Mwanzo sura ya 3. If you turn with me there blessed people. Ukigeuka pamoja nami pale watu wabarikiwa. The book of Genesis chapter 3. Kitabu cha mwanzo sura ya 3. Verse 15. Mstari wa 15. Look at how he designed the path for restoring righteousness. Angalia jinsi ambavyo alitengeneza ile barabara ya kurejesha uhaki. He says here. Anasema hapa. And I will put enmity. Nami nitawaka uadui. Between you and the woman. Kati yako na huyo mwanamke. And between your offspring and hers. Na kati ya uzao wako na wake. And he says. Na anasema. He will crush your head. Ataponda kichwa chako. And you will strike his heel. Nawe utamgonga kisigino. That was the blueprint for restoring righteousness in the church. Huo ndio ulikuwa mpango mahususi wa kurejesha uhaki kanisani. And he says. Na anasema that the messiah would come to this cross you see that is being emulated here and from that cross he would finally destroy the enemy and the sting of the enemy that has kidnapped the church kidnapped mankind he would cut those chains and set the man free set the church free na kuweka mwanadamu huru kumweka kanisa huru and you see in verse 21 there na mnaona kwenye mstari wa 21 pale he says anasema the lord god made garments of skin for adam bwana mungu akatengeneza mavazi ya ngozi kwa adamu and his wife na mkewe and clothed them na akawavika that is the lord now portending portraying projecting the garment of righteousness that the messiah would bring to the church huyo sasa ni bwana akidhihirisha na kuonyesha lile vazi la uhaki ambalo masiha ataleta kanisani and so there are few things that come out here na kuna mambo kadha kadha ambayo inajitokeza that righteousness is central to god ya kwamba uhaki ni nyeti sana kwa mungu that if you are going to worship yahweh ya kwamba kama unaenda kumwabudu yahweh righteousness is a must uhaki ni lazima what comes out here kile kinajitokeza hapa is that there must be blood propitiation piercing, blood to appease the anger of God to pay the ransom the substitute death hallelujah hallelujah and then he says that the garment you see in revelation 19 I'm turning to revelation chapter 19 right now the book of Revelation chapter 19 
Kitabu cha Ufunuo sura ya 19. I'll slow down a little bit so we are all together, you know we are global. The Revelation chapter 19. Kitabu cha Ufunuo sura ya 19. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He says the following. Anasema yafuatayo. He says verse verses 7 and 8. Mstari wa 7 na wa 8. He says, "Let us rejoice and be glad." Anasema tufurahi na tushangilie and give him glory na kumpa utukufu for the wedding of the lamb of god has come kwa maana harusi ya mwanakondoo wa mungu imewadia and his bride has made herself ready na biharusi wake amejiweka tayari this is the vision this is the scripture that lines up with that vision of november 1 2006 3 am in the morning hii ndiyo andiko ambayo inaambatanishwa na ile maono ya tarehe moja Desemba mwaka 2006 saa 9 asubuhi. Na anasema, again let us rejoice and be glad and give him glory. Ya kwamba tufurahi, tushangilie na kumpa utukufu. For the wedding of the lamb of God has come. Kwa maana harusi ya mwanakondoo wa Mungu imewadia. And says, and his bride has made herself ready. Na anasema kwamba nabii harusi wake amejiweka tayari. Then he says verse 8. Halafu anasema mstari wa 8. Finest linen, bright and clean was given her to wear. Akapewa kitani safi nyeupe inayongaa ili avae. Remember given her. Kumbuka kwamba alipewa. You don't get her, get don't get the scripture saying she went to buy or she has made for herself. How, given her. Haupati andiko likisemea kwamba alipa alienda kununua ama yeye mwenyewe alijipatia bali If there is any scripture that should cause you to reverence the salvation of the grace you so behold now kama kunalo andiko ambalo linapaswa kukusababisha ukaweze kuhofu kabisa na kuichukulia kwa heshima kabisa ule wokovu wa neema ambao ulionao sasa hivi ni hili hapa because it's given to you gratis kwa sababu anasemea kwamba iliyopewa kwako bure ilipewa kwako bure bila malipo it's not any part of your work sio hata sehemu ya kazi yako all you needed is to believe kile ulichohitaji kile ulichohitaji tu ni kuamini na kutii and he says na anasema that this is also the reason the lord is saying to this generation ya kwamba pia hiyo ndiyo sababu ambayo Bwana anasema kwa ikikizazi that there will be one standard ya kwamba kutakuwepo na kiwango kimoja for the entry of the church into the kingdom of glory on that day of rapture kwa, one standard kwa, one righteousness kwa ajili ya kuingia kwa kanisa katika ufalme wa utukufu katika siku hiyo kiwango kimoja uhaki mmoja there will be one standard for holiness kutakuwepo na kiwango kimoja tu cha utakatifu because finest linen kwa sababu kitani safi lino finissimo finest linen bright and clean kitani safi cha upya kinachongaa lino finissimo resplandeciente limpio was given to the church finest linen bright and clean kitani safi cha upya kinachongaa kilipewa kwa kanisa the church in australia received the same garment kanisa kule australia lilipokea vazi hilo moja the church in canada received the same garment kanisa kule canada linapokea vazi hilo moja the church in nigeria received the same garment kanisa kule nigeria linapokea lile vazi moja Kampala Uganda received the same garment. Kanisa kule Kampala Uganda the church in South Korea China also received the same garment. The church in America South America they received the same garment. Then why are there different standards of holiness now? Kanisa kule Korea Kusini Uchina Marekani Marekani yakati wanapokea ile vazi moja. Je, basi kwa nini kuna viwango tofauti tofauti katika kanisa sasa hivi? 
Why is it that when you go to the church in Berlin, Germany? They allow women to walk near nude in the church. And when they are out there on their own now they can do what they want. Walk almost nude. Why? When here, in the ministry of the Lord, the standard of holiness and righteousness that they receive does not allow them to show their nudity. Thank you.